Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. I'm Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle. It's Eileen. Today I'm super excited to introduce our guest. I've been a fan of her books for over a decade. So her name is Teresa Chung. So Teresa is a Sunday Times top 10 spiritual author and best-selling author of the Element Encyclopedias of Dreams and Birthdays. She has a master's from King's College, Cambridge, and has spent the last 25 years researching and writing about the psychic world. Her books have been translated into over 30 different languages, and she runs a popular author page on Facebook. Hi, Teresa. So great to have you here. Oh, it's wonderful to be here. Thank you very much. So let's talk about your book, The Encyclopedia of Birthdays. I I mentioned to you before we started this talk that I have been reading this since high school. If For the listeners out there who don't know what it is, it's basically... For each birthday, there's an in-depth personality description. So it's just been a conversation starter. I've showed it to all my friends. It's super fun. And I've found that for my birthday, what's written in the book has been very accurate in my life. So, Teresa, I want to ask, how did you even, you know, come up with this knowledge and insight to create this type of work? Oh, it's it's been a lifetime in the making, really. I was fortunate in a way that I was born into a family of spiritualists and psychics and academics um, where searching for the meaning of life and and trying to find out why we're here and how we can evolve into higher versions of ourselves was just everyday talk. So I kind of grew up with it. And then I was blessed in that I had an opportunity to study at Cambridge, you know, with some of the finest minds and, and to look at religion, spirituality, etc. And then again, very blessed when I left, I was able to have book after book published about what I'm passionate about I do feel very blessed because I found very early on my meaning and what I was interested in and I've been able to devote my life to it and when I was given the gift of doing this encyclopedia by HarperCollins basically it was an opportunity for me to pull together everything my academic background my understanding of the science behind esoteric philosophies and my innate knowledge of astrology, numerology, color therapy, everything. I decided to put it all together and see what I could come up with and create a character, as it were, for each day of the year. I didn't know at the time that what I was doing actually was to become my second most popular book. Um, Mm. The Element Encyclopedia is my second most popular book and it sold massively well, hundreds of thousands all over the world. Because what it did is it gave for each day of the year, for people maybe struggling for a sense of meaning and direction, it gave them a hook. Because for each day of the year, I, I tried to find one consistent theme that, that everything could merge around, as it were. And then how you can develop that theme, because that's the theme of you as a character, and become a higher version of yourself and find your meaning in the process. I took a a leap of faith and I thought I'm going to use my intuition and suggest the the right careers, Mm -hmm. the right things you should do for your health, your love life. I I put everything there really, but not realizing. I thought it was a bit of fun at the time. I thought this is a great (laughs) book for a party. I didn't realize that actually some people took it very, very seriously. And 
I have been contacted by people who've literally changed their careers because of it. It's it, it's quite scary sometimes that it had a bit <laughs> of a cult following. I mean, this was 10, 15 years right. ago. I mean, things have evolved and changed now. And unfortunately, HarperCollins put out a slimmed paperback version of it, which mm-hmm. isn't... Not as detailed. The 400,000 word version where you get a really right. two pages on your day of the year. Um, mm-hmm. That's the, diff- the, the great one. And that's going for like that, you know... You, it's very expensive online to get that one now, but the slimback paperback is still available in Barnes and Noble and in major books. Oh, so you're saying the the large version is not available anymore? Because that's the version I have. No, because it's close to forty pounds, and you know it's big. Yeah, yeah. it's too big. It's it's a mass. It's a bit like the Bible, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it is. But um, and also what we I was so blessed. I had a wonderful artist who drew a symbolic picture for each day of the year, which I think yeah. is part of the magic of the book in that if you look at each day of the year there's a beautiful drawing by by this talented guy and um and some people have used that as their kind of like good luck mm-hmm. or something to get them to think about who they are um it's right. for meditating on as well and i did um power thoughts and luck makers and everything for the day of the year um it's a bit of a tour de force and I, I am very, very proud of it. And the wonderful thing is I haven't had any negative mail about it. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's it's pretty spot on. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, and it is, it is. And I, I sometimes, you know, when people come up in the news who are famous, I think, oh, I look at their birthday. Have I got them right? And, you know, it's it's humbling. Some I think I was channeled a bit. I do believe in that sometimes when you yeah. go into a zone. How long did it take to complete this work? Um, About... A year, a year. Nice. Yeah, but also it's like a culmination of a lifetime's teachings, yeah. right? Since I actually were... wrote the profiles on the day of the on the day of the year that I was doing it. Oh my goodness, that is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's because so there's cool. There's science as well. To so people who say, for example, were born in January or June. For example, did you know that people are born? There are more musicians born in June and more nurses <gasps> than any other sign. Why? There's a there's a reason for that. It's to do with the climate. It's to do with the the school year. For example, people born in September tend to have a head start in sports because they're physically oh more goodness. advanced. So there's also a lot of rational, logical information in there hmm. that is very useful for you. I don't know why people born in June tend to be drawn to the to, to the the caring, to the nurturing, and to music, etc. However, June is a very fascinating month because you know most of the the, the top is number one for criminals as well. Um, so I was looking, wow. Yeah, it, it, if you, there's a psychology behind each month of the year when people are born, as well as the esoteric things where you bring in astrology. Mm. So there's the science part and the, the esoteric part, and they they work together. Yeah, and I I mentioned that in the beginning. You know, we're you know, um, and I'm how I what I try to do is to science and spirit bring it together mm-hmm. to something and I didn't want to be too sort of woo with it I tried to make it very practical but also very positive I mean nobody's right. going to go in there and read oh my goodness this is a really bad day to be born because right. I was aware that some days of the year you know Hitler was also famous people born in the day like, you know there are you know but what it is it's we all have potential and we can either develop that potential in a very positive way or we can go into a negative way and that's why I do the mm. light side of your birthday and the dark side um, and that's where free will comes in. Yeah, that's very interesting. I'm I, October twenty first, eloquent charm. Well, as I said, that the lights. I mean, you are doing the, an ideal career. For I haven't seen you, and but I've seen you on on. You are extremely eloquent and charming, you know. <laughs> and 
and not everybody has that you know we all but what I'm saying is that isn't better or worse than anyone else but we all have different positive things and Mm -hmm. it's whether you you could have chosen not to develop that positivity about you but you have and and you couldn't be doing anything better really um let's look at the dark side I'm sure your listeners will be interested yeah (laughs) lighty (laughs) unfulfilled and addicted oh yes Mm-hmm. It's very true. When I'm when I don't feel like I'm doing something fulfilling, like it's just the worst ever. And I, yeah, I do kind of could be a have an addictive personality to like chocolate and things like that. <laughs> Who hasn't got that? But addiction again can be a positive if you get addicted to something that gives your life meaning and makes you right. feel good and makes other feel people feel good. It's it's fantastic. Actually, a lot of the most world's most successful people are addicted to their passion in life mm, yes I can relate I mean if you're a great sportsman you've got to be a, your sport otherwise you're not going to be mm-hmm. any good at because of the hours of practice required you've got to love or be addicted to what you do so addiction can be positive right so I, I like that you say that there could be a light side and a dark side yes. and I mean if I were to ask like are there better birthdays than others or is it more like everybody has like a unique gift Oh, that you know I'm going to say that everybody has a unique <laughs> gift. I'm just curious because, <laughs> I don't know. I just, but you know be- how like sometimes when like pregnant ladies, they try to have their babies in a specific yeah. horoscope, like a time period because they don't want a Scorpio daughter or something. Never, have you heard that? Well, yeah, Scorpio <laughs> challenging. Yes, yes. But Yeah, so I'm just curious. What do you think about that? Um, I think every single day of the year is a miracle and a gift. Um, and it's what you choose to put into it with passion discipline and hard work Mm. you can do whatever you want but a lot of us stumble at that we don't want to put in the hard work and we we have insecurities and fears and we need to work through that but that's all good because life is all is a journey and we're here to grow and learn and as long as we're growing and learning even if things are going wrong with living our meaning yes. but, but uh, interestingly you know if you look at the study of genius geniuses more geniuses are born under the sign of Aquarius than any other mm-hmm. and you know there's some signs where you haven't got so many of you know these Mozart Einstein all these people but you know what is a genius you know you could argue that somebody who, who hasn't made their mark on in, like Einstein or Mozart but who saves lives or teaches people they're just as genius in their own way, if you understand what yeah, I'm saying. Yes. Um, it's just that the world gives fame and recognition to some people. But obviously, we can't all be geniuses and, and amazing. We've all got to find our, our role. And sometimes our role is to be in a supporting capacity or to be part mm-hmm. of something rather than right. the figurehead. But um, but it's all still meaningful in its own way. You, you, everyone has a meaningful role. Yes. I try to do that. I try to make every day... Ex- exciting and to put Mm. you know that even when there were challenges to overcome because I didn't want to shy away from that there are negative traits associated with astrological signs or Mm -hmm. or the science that you're born on each day of the year of course there are negative things but I wanted to say well this is happening in your life because it's trying to shift you it's a teacher for you Mm. I do believe that when we have issues that we need to work through that they're all here to teach us something I agree and often sometimes people who have have it too easy who have all the looks who have all the talent they don't evolve as much as people who have to work through challenges Uh, I actually think sometimes it is a blessing to have challenges I know that's very hard but I know that my greatest work has been achieved after a heartbreak or a disappointment 
you learn so much when things don't go right. That's so true. You learn so much about yourself. You don't tend to learn as much about yourself when everything's going brilliantly. And I don't know why that is. It's not fair. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it is. No, but that it's, it's good to hear that because when you're going through a challenge, usually you're just so focused on the negative part. But challenge is always a way for you to grow and it, can all, it helps you evolve. It helps you become better and it's beautiful. So that's that's really lovely that you shared that. If you're not growing, you're not living and you're not evolving. And yes. I do think that we're all here to evolve and to grow. This life's a bit like a school. I do think it, it's that. And yes. too easy, not good. You only need to look at the lives of the rich and the famous, people who apparently have it all, but are often mm. so dreadfully unhappy. And yet we all aspire yeah. to these goals of being the most popular, of being the wealthiest, of having a celebrity or whatever. But look at their lives. We don't, you know, underneath it all, these people don't tend to be that happy. And if you're not happy, what's the point in being popular or being successful? Exactly. Happiness is the foundation. Do you love to learn and try new things? Are you a creative looking to sharpen your skills or explore other mediums? Well, Skillshare is an online learning community with over 16,000 classes in graphic design, illustration, and more. You can learn everything from logo design to visual thinking to watercolor. Classes are perfect for the professional designer looking to get a leg up at work or the freelancer who wants to attract more clients and build her brand. Skillshare teachers include work designers with years of experience and AIGA award winners such as Ellen Lupton, Debbie Millman, and Seymour Quast. With Skillshare, you'll get unlimited access to all of this for a low monthly price. Never pay per class again. Personally, I've taken classes in branding, marketing, watercolor, and even floral arranging. You really get so much value from even a 30-minute class. Thankfully, Skillshare is giving all Lavender Lifestyle listeners one month of unlimited access absolutely free. So go to Skillshare.com slash Eileen to redeem your free month. That's Skillshare.com slash A-I-L-E-E-N. All right, back to the podcast. So I'm curious because I'm sure you're very involved in this world of psychic, esoteric, all, all of this stuff, but I'm curious, I'm sure a lot of listeners listening are very skeptical. They're like, you know, what is this? Like, I don't believe in astrology. So what do you say to people like that? How can you explain it in a way that makes sense? Where, where these, you know, birthday personalities come from and where all of this information comes from? How do you explain it? Well, there's so much in this. I mean, we are, why are we here? Our very existence is a mystery. Mystery is an everyday part of our lives. And to pretend that we can explain everything rationally simply isn't rational because we mm. can't. Because even the most committed atheists and the most committed people who are logical, what is that spark of life? Why are we here? We don't know. And it's in that space where we don't know that psychic and spiritual knowledge comes in to attempt to provide answers in a different way and it's just information that we can use to help us become better versions mm -hmm. of ourselves we none of us know for sure why we hear because obviously in the line of work I do I get a lot of critics and people say you know this is yeah. this is not true you know this is this isn't logical and I say well 
none none of this beautiful life is logical none of it we don't know why we're here so i i use that as as an, an explanation if that makes sense mm-hmm. um no way. it does but i also try and tell them that i have my doubts all the time and actually in quite a few of my books because i write a lot of books about the afterlife and heaven as well mm-hmm. i have serious doubts but actually what i found now is that doubt is like a spiritual awakening because every time i doubt it's like it's what i'm meant to do it's like I'm meant to doubt because it forces me mm. to, to have a greater understanding. I think the worst thing is to say I know all the answers because when you do that, mm-hmm. you stop, you're static. Life is constantly saying, I don't know, I'm going to learn more. The only thing we can be certain of in this life is we don't know. <laughs> I agree. We don't know. We don't, we don't know, know anything. And people who say to me, you're wrong there is no heaven, there is no spirit world, psychic powers don't exist. I just look at them and say, how do you know? Yeah. How do you know for sure? Mm-hmm. All I can say is I get stacks of reader mail from perfectly <laughs> rational I'm sure you do. who've had spiritual and psychic experiences which defy explanation. Mm. And um, I think we need to give up this idea that we're going to understand it all and just get comfortable with not knowing because we're not going to know, I think, in our human state. All we can do is follow our hearts. I know that sounds cliched and be the the best and highest version of ourselves that's possible. And that's why I wrote this book because it's all about saying whatever day of the year you're born, whatever your challenges you overcome, you can still be evolve into a higher version of yourself. Yeah, it's possible for everyone here all the listeners out there I that was a really great answer I I'm gonna say that now because sometimes people question me you know how do you know for sure how do you how do you believe you know how do you have so much faith in this universe and the spiritual world and that stuff but yeah okay so moving on I want to talk about what you're focused on now I'm curious (laughs) what I'm focused on now well I've spent the last 15 to 20 years I mean I have written many books and as I said they've they've sold really well I've written about heaven the afterlife I've written these massive encyclopedias right now I decided that because I have achieved a certain standing in the world of mind body and spirit writing I'm collaborating with people who normally wouldn't have a voice and please don't laugh but in November, I have collaborated with the head of the Church of Jediism, which is the Star Wars religion. Ooh, Ooh I didn't know that existed. <laughs> well, um, you're laughing now. <laughs> yes, I am. What, the reason I did it, because people think, what, is because this guy, when he was 19 in 2007, he shot to global fame, was in Time magazine, was it was in television all over the world because he founded the Church of Jediism. Now, wow. Jediism, if you think about it, is just the universal life force. Mm-hmm. And when I looked into it, I, could, I thought, this is just spirituality by another name. Mm. The life force in the Star Wars movies is spirit. It's chi, yes. it's prana, it's energy. But what mm-hmm. I found, because um, I went to a comic con and science fiction conventions, I found... The passion that science fiction fans have for their material was so beautiful and wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what if we bring spirituality into this new audience? Because I'm sure you find that, that we are often preaching to the converted in what we do. And that a lot of my books, I'm aware that I am preaching to the same people. In a way, it's quite easy. I'm writing for people who believe 
So I wanted to go, I'm trying, my mission now is to try and make spirituality more mainstream because I'm tired of when I go to mm. expos and best you that the spiritual speakers are always right at the end and then before that you get health or how to make money or how many likes on Facebook and then spirituality is right at the end. And my mission right, right now is to try and do things that bring spirituality to center stage because I can tell you this book is getting more interest <laughs> What what is this book? It's called Become the Force. Okay. And it's published in November and there's so much interest in it, especially from the States, that the author's being flying flown over. He's doing a talk to Google US and YouTube UK is doing the book launch for him. Mm. And uh, TV appearances, radio, you'll hear it. This is so cool. So this is a collaboration. You've helped him write this book? Yeah, yeah if you'd like to talk to him, I'll put you in touch. He's wonderful. Oh my God, I would love to. <laughs> That's, he writes some yeah. millennials too. He is very, very he's, he's a young guy. But the reason he mm -hmm. couldn't write his book, because I have, um, I like to talk to people involved in spirituality. And one of my books, I did an A to Z of religion because I was trying to show my readers there's a difference between religion and spirituality. And actually at the end of the day, where all religions are have the same beautiful goal as it were, this sacred, mm -hmm. this spirit. And I actually was, when I was doing this A to Z, I found that Jediism, which is, you know, a lot of people believe is a religion, although actually it's a philosophical movement, it isn't a religion, mm. was very beautiful because Jediism encompasses every faith. So I got in touch with him to have an interview for my website to put on there. And I found out that he has, actually has Asperger's. So right, mm. but publishers had been in touch with him to write a book about being the head of the Church of Jediism. Right. And then I suddenly thought, I'll help him. So for a period of six months, I interviewed him. And then I was teamed up with a sci-fi editor. And together, the three of us created Become the Force, which is, is generating a lot of excitement. It's www.becometheforce.com. Pre-orders are through the roof. <laughs> I'm excited. This it's is so cool. Nine lessons on how to live as a Jedi master. Um. Um, of course, with that, we had to be careful with Disney because Disney is a huge franchise. So, mm -hmm. Are they involved at all or not really? No, we, we had legal advice and everything to make sure that nothing that we do encroaches on Disney territory. And what you actually find okay. is that the concept of the Force actually, it, it predates Star Wars because it's based on mm -hmm. the universal life force in, in Buddhism, uh, in the Holy Spirit, etc. So it, it, it uses... Star Wars as a hook, but then it really is a basic introduction to spirituality. So spirituality. I've been involved yeah. in that, you know, and um, very exciting. And what I love about whenever I mention it, people smile. Um, and that's what I love is a reaction. You get such mm -hmm. a reaction because sometimes when you say, oh, I'm going to talk about spirit and psychic stuff, you get frowns occasionally or not for me. Right. But everybody, right. even people who don't believe, is curious to hear what about Star Wars. Church of Jed Jediism has to yes. say about life, the universe, and everything. That's cool. That is a great way to bring it more into yeah. the mainstream. <laughs> and even just like watching all these movies, I you notice these themes, right? You notice a little bit of, like the writer was probably spiritual and they were inspired by, you know, Buddhism, all these other sources. So yeah, it's, When yeah. people see Star Wars, they don't go, I mean, the special effects and the actors are not what's made it uh, iconic. What has made it mm -hmm. iconic is the force. Yes. Use the force, Luke. You know, and Luke's transformation mm -hmm. from a humble village boy into a Jedi master is one of the most inspiring transformations that you can see in movies. And that's the reason. It's the force. Use the force. Be one with the force. Um, and I thought this may be a way, especially uh, guys, 
you know, because now it's very interesting because I've been working so closely because 90% of the followers of it are young men or, or men, really, because it's science fiction. So it's trying to bring spirituality. That's what I'm devoting myself to, making spirituality mm. more mainstream. And the other project I'm involved in is I'm working with the Institute of Noetic Sciences in the States because... Again, one of the criticisms of my work is people say, well, it's just anecdotal, you're just a believer, where's the science? So I decided mm. I was going to work with a team of scientists to show that actually science and spirit are not so far apart at all, especially with quantum right. theory. And um, there's a team there led by Dr. Dean Radin, who is, who is very well known. He wrote Supernormal Conscious Universe. And the Institute of Noetic Sciences actually is the place that Dan Brown, when he wrote The Lost Symbol, went to did his did his research. Mm. And what these seven mm -hmm. scientists are doing here, they are researching consciousness and spirit and what is it. Wow. So I've been I've been I'm working with this team of scientists and we're going to do a book called The Premonition Code, which is all about premonition and precognition, but showing there's a genuine science behind it. That's so cool. And then the third thing I'm doing, I'm <laughs> I'm working with a medium. I I I've been very sceptical about mediums, people who believe they can communicate with the other side, even though I was brought up in a family of spiritualists. And I'm, I, I went on a search. I wanted to find someone who I felt was the real deal. And I think I found mm -hmm. someone who mm -hmm. just blew me away at her demonstrations that what she was picking up was beyond logical possibility. But again, mm -hmm. to make it, bring it to attention, I made sure that I backed it up with science. So Dr. Julie Beischel... Right. who runs the Windbridge Institute, has written the foreword for this and been involved in the project, where we're talking about the scientific research into afterlife communication. And there is an incredible research going on at the moment on mediums, mm. which prove beyond doubt that what they are getting, the information they are getting, is impossible for them to get any other yeah. way and you could say it's telepathy mm -hmm. but even that's extraordinary I think if these mediums are reading minds how does that happen so I'm investigating the science to try and get it more mainstream and less woo and yes and then more fun because I think spirituality is <laughs> get too serious yeah I, I love you because yeah before this interview I had no idea what to expect but yeah <laughs> you're so fun and you it's kind of you have the best of all sides I feel like you're spiritual but you really believe in science and bridging that gap which is so important i think moving forward we're only going to discover more and more new things in science and everything that we don't know yet it's we just haven't discovered it yet so but you know I yeah, a lot of work to be done more scientists now are paying attention to the inner world because before yes. scientists were very much the external world and maybe it's because there are more women in science now more young women, women going into mm -hmm. science and they're actually saying well the feelings that you have they're just as worth investigating the hunches, mm -hmm. whatever. And this is very, very new. And I do think it's because we're having more women in science now. And they're saying that when you do an experiment, you need to take into account what's happening within a person as well as the external observable results. The inner world is just yes. valid. And that's, of course, the world that I truly believe goes on after you've passed to the other side. Mm -hmm. I believe somehow your feelings, your consciousness survives in another realm. And that's the realm mm -hmm. we go to in our dreams and where we feel a connection with someone, even though they're far away, that, that that invisible realm, and a lot of my books are about this invisible feeling, conscious spirit world, which I believe is our true self. I do believe that our mm. human form is, is our 
clothing as it were in this world and that we are spiritual beings having a human experience not human beings having i do believe that too yeah we're we're just temporarily experiencing being a human right now but we're all spiritual beings all right uh that's all the time we have for today i feel like i could talk to you forever for hours and hours but too much No, I love it. You're so fascinating. And I would love to maybe get to chat with you again, maybe later when, you know, give me an update on how the Jedi book is going. I will. will. All the things that you're going through. It's, it's (laughs) so incredible. And I, I truly think you're doing such a great service to the world. And you're really paving that path. So thank you for what you do. I appreciate it so much. Well, thank you for what you do. You're a light in the darkness. And that's what we need. Thank you. So listeners out there, make sure to check out Teresa Chung. Her website is teresachung.com. I'll have all the links in the show notes and on the blog post. Definitely check out all of her books. And I don't know, if you're interested in any of these topics, we'll share the links to all of the things we mentioned down below as well. Thank you so much, Teresa. You are wonderful. Take care. Bye-bye. May the force be with Oh, definitely. (laughs) All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like the podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. It helps me so much and also helps other people find the show. You can also catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artist of life. All right, love you all. Bye.